Blog Talk Radio. Keep doing your thing because you never know. I might be sitting at home with a chicken bone, see on TV. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I know them, you know. Real name, 
Chance has come a long way, and his music is...
a, a well-known hip hop artist out of Israel, who's he's there now. Mm-hmm. I have uh, two cousins in Atlanta that are hip hop artists. Um, I have cousins are in the uh, they play on uh, one of my cousins play on House of Pain as Pookie. The, um, you know, my all my okay. cousins they sing, they play, they do something. Every everyone does something. You know, so music is just, you know, I, I just stayed with the musical aspect of actually playing keys and all of that because um, that's my where my passion just lied, man. Just hearing music and hearing chords, changes would do something to me. I'm very musically driven. You know, some people are lyrically driven, like, oh, I can't the words to the song. And that, for me, it's always the music to the song that gets me. Right, right. So, yeah, I've, We've, yeah, we've all, I've, you know, runs in my family. It sounds so much similar to mine because my family does music, and it all started in the church. Same thing. Yeah. Uncle was a bishop, mm-hmm. and he played. He was a child prodigy. They sent him around in the 50s to all the Church of God of Christ churches and black churches around the United States at 11 playing yeah. by ear. Yeah, it makes that's sense. crazy. Child, yeah. child prodigies gets, aren't new. I think this generation feels like it's new because of social media, but child prodigy is not a new thing. We've been around for a yeah. long time, but there was no social media to give us the spotlight that these current children have. That's right. That's right. And that that uh, if that was out when my uncle was out, <laughs> boy. He would have been real be big time. Now. He was big time, but he would have been real big time, like on TV every week, big time. So, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, That's crazy. I definitely believe that. Yeah, that changes a whole lot. So, mm-hmm. when you was doing music before social media really became big, uh, did did you notice that social media actually helped your career? In other words, getting the word out more to a lot more people. Or did people already know in your area that that's the dude that do music? That's the dude we need to get some music from or buy some music from? Well, in my area where I'm from, I had already established that because, like, before social media, and this was, like, the 90s, social media didn't really, like, smack hard until, like, 2000, early 2000s. So, right, you know, and I broke into my career as a producer in the late 90s, in like 97. So back then, you had to go everywhere for people to see you. You, you had to go everywhere. Right. You had to do everything. So I was at all the musicals. I was at all the concerts. I played at all the church this and that. And mm-hmm. so by the time social media came out, I had already produced maybe three artists um, before then. So I already had like three or four albums, four albums. I had four albums under my belt before social media even started. So, but even then, I wasn't using social media as that tool yet. I was still depending on the, the strategy that I had of, just doing everything word of mouth 
And so, mm-hmm. you know, because back then it was still it was still cassettes, it was still CDs, it was still hard copies right. of everything. So that was when you could go to the gas station and somebody bum rush you at the gas station. Yeah, hey, listen to my CD, listen to my rap music, <laughs> and all this stuff. Right. You don't want to let them right. down, but it's all just just play it in your car. I'm, I'll be like, okay, you know. And and sometimes you would meet somebody that was extremely amazing, and then other times you'd be like, yeah, bro, keep your day job, you know. Or you just need direction, <laughs> right? But you didn't know. Yeah, that was back in those days, you know. So I had to learn early on, like, in order for me to count, you know. And I, you know, a lot of Religious people don't really dig this mindset, but I wanted to be in the game, like in the in the industry for real. So in order for me to do right. that, I had to be better than everybody else in the room. It didn't matter what room I was in. I needed to. I had to find a space to stand out and be the best at something, you know. And and sometimes I wasn't. Sometimes I got booed off the stage. I, I remember distinctly before social media, before I like dove into social media, what even started me thinking about using social media was I thought I was going, you know, I was pretty good. I was making beats. I was writing songs and doing this and such. I had albums out for, with artists that I produced. I had done the gospel concerts. I had done live recordings, right. all of that stuff. I was gigging as a drummer, playing for sitting in with Earthwind and all these other people. So I said, oh, so I decided I'm a I'm a uh I'm gonna get a I'm a I'm gonna enter in a beat contest, right? In a in a hip hop beat contest. And right. so I was like, yeah, so I I'm a, I got all my little beats together, right? And then I, I got on the bus and went downtown Seattle to the club. And and the club was like super packed, right? And and then mm-hmm. I that's when I found out they were like, Oh no, no, uh the the winner is chosen by by crowd vote, not by who actually got the best music. So wow. it, 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 it was your stuff was judged by how hard the fans cheered for what you did. And I was like, oh man! So what happened is all these DJs and beatmakers brought all of their people with them. You know what I mean? And I didn't bring nobody. It was just me because I was like, this is a chance for my beats to to, to figure out if my beats actually stand on their own or not. And man, I didn't make it past the first round. Yeah, yeah, I didn't make it past. I didn't make it past the first round. I didn't make it past the first round. You know, and that's when I learned like everything about about charisma, how you carry yourself, how you talk to people, how you set up networks and and develop relationships. All these other guys had already had that set up. I didn't, you know, and so man. Dude came in, spun out, you know, I was hanging with him, hanging with him, beat for beat. He was like, yeah, cool, man. And he took off with his charisma and his showmanship and spun his beat off, man. And before he, before I knew it, man, the crowd was jumping up. And I was like, oh, man. And I knew then it was over for me. And I had a couple friends there that invited me. They wanted me to stay in and, like, have some drinks and stuff, man. I was so embarrassed. I just put my CD in my pocket and I got back on the bus. I went home that night. And that's when I figured right. out, I was like, okay. I got to find another way to do this, you know, and, and, and then that obsession to like be the best, like kicked in again. So like I was always in competition with myself, you know, cause I was like, whatever the best thing I did just now, I got to do that better tomorrow. I got to be even doper by Friday. I got to be 10 times doper than I was 
on Monday, you know, and right, and, right. And so then I, when social media came out, I was like, okay, I'm going to use this platform to promote the work and to promote like what what I actually do, and and because I had spent so much time in the shed and in private doing all the beats and stuff, I didn't have to create for YouTube or create for social media. All I did was took my library, added video to it, right. and posted it. You know, so I was kind of already ready for it, and that's why it seemed like the Donye just kind of came out of nowhere because they were like everybody was like, who's this dude? But I was I was already there. But but I just never use social media like that. Well, let me uh, jump into one of your songs so people can know that I hadn't heard the show with you on it before. Explain the song "Free," and I'm gonna play two. One, the, I'm gonna play "Free," then I'm gonna play another one back to back. Okay, all right. So "Free." Uh, was released, I want to say we released this uh, last year. Uh, me, uh, the artist, Rashawn Johnson, um, and my god brother, uh, Quentin Davis. And we, was at his, we was at his studio, and how that song came about is they were kind of already working on, on free. They was already kind of like doing the thing, and I, I've known Rashawn for well over 20 years. And I hadn't seen her in a long time. The first time I worked with Rashawn, she was like, I don't know, she was just past her teens and in early 20s or whatever. And so I see her, here it is, years later, 20-some-odd years later, and I see her, I'm like, yo, you doing music? She's like, yeah, so we're working on this tune. And, and my godbrother was like, you need to have Donye rap on this tune. And I was like, man, I ain't rapped in, a, in years, bro. And my godbrother was like, no. People need to hear you rap. You got you've been you've been doing this for so long, bro. Nobody's seen this stuff, and so I I flew out. I flew back home and I chilled for a while. And I got in the studio with them and started rapping. And then this whole chemistry thing happened in the studio where so the the thing came out so good that we was like, oh man. So the very next day we shot the we went and shot the video. Like that's how cold it was. We finished the song in the studio and was like, tomorrow we going to shoot this video. You know, and and so I'm really proud of her. She went through a whole bunch of stuff in life, which was how free even came about. She dealt with a lot of trauma, a lot of uh, mental health issues, emotional health issues. You know what I mean? Like she's faced death more than once. You know, so it's it's it's, it's it was it's wow. basically a huge testimony to her and like how she struggled through, you know, having the mental health issues and the things that she dealt with. And this song was about her kind of breaking out. And incidentally, she wanted me to, you know, rap lyrically according to how that was. And the crazy part about it was I was dealing with a bout, I was dealing with a huge sciatica bout during the time I was writing the rap. And so I put that in my lyrics because during the time we were shooting the video, I couldn't even stand up or walk, but I was doing it in the video out of my determination. You know what I mean? So it was a, it was a, right. you know, the whole meaning of that song kind of came alive, you know. Um, the next song you're going to play after that um, is called The Beginning. We'll talk about it on the other side. Oh, okay. It's going to be another song that I got. It, it's totally different from the other one you sent me. So we'll talk oh, about okay. it after okay. that. You'll be you'll, all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> this is Don yeah, Ye. Let's, let's go. The name of the song is Free. 
Kanye. My dude. So in love, right? <laughs> yes, I'm indeed. Right. Uh, now, explain that one. Uh, my friend and uh, homegirl from Ohio is in the chat room, and she liked both songs. She said, very talented. Yes. Yes. The less so explain that. So in Love. So, So in Love came about uh, me and my godmother again. And uh, so I had been hearing about this artist in my hometown. Uh, and, and like, I, it's, I just, you know, buzz, you know, because anytime something happened at home where somebody real dope show up, I, it gets back to me for some, some kind of way. And everybody kept talking about this artist named Celeste, who was just just amazing. And I'm like, I, I don't know, who, I don't know who she is. So my godmother calls and like, bruh, I, I finally got a chance to work with Celeste, man. Let's produce her, her record. And I was like, I mean, yeah, man, it's you. So whatever you know, whatever you got. I had no idea that Celeste was amazing as she was, right? So so we like. He sends me this this little beat, and I'm like, all right. So we we do the music and everything, get it all pretty, and just interested in seeing like what she comes up with because we were like, okay, she's supposed to be a songwriter, this, that, and the other. And so then she sends "So in Love" back. She goes in to the studio to do the demo vocals, and the demo like the demo vocals is flowing up, like lyrical content and everything. And I was like, oh mm-hmm. man, she's ridiculous. And so that that was the first song that we did together, that So In Love thing. That was the first song I, we had did together. And uh, I was like, right. oh, I'm in. I'm in on the whole project after that. And it was like, man, the album and the songs wrote themselves working with her. Like, I don't ever have to, I don't ever have to even worry about it. And we, we ended up writing more tunes on the record. And like, she could, she had the innate ability to like dive into the music of a song and the way it's executed, and like pull out lyrically what you're trying to say musically, you know. So it was it, that it was that type of relationship, and we've kind of always had that. Me and her, like whenever it came down to some music, you know, she was like, oh, you know, she was just amazingly talented in that way. She's got to be one of the best singer songwriters. I've worked with my entire career, and I've worked with some really, really amazing people. But she's she's got to right. she's got to be up there. Like, I yeah, working with her is like oh yeah, you know if you, if you had to say hey, you know you can only work with one, you know it would I would be it would be hard because I like because I can't I can she'd be up there with a couple others that haven't don't that don't have released music yet would be up there. So it, man, it, working with her was like oh, okay, and it pushed me as a producer too because I'm like oh now I get to not have to worry about whether an artist can vocally come across on a microphone right. the way I need them to in order to bring this music to life, in order to bring this song and give the song the life that it needs. Right. You know, so we've been working with her 2016 is when when we we've, we've been working. So we we've, we've been working for about 6 years off and on doing all kinds of different projects and that album right there um that you got that that that, that single is on that album is full of 
bangers of, of that nature. Like, you know, the last band was amazing. So it was an amazing experience because, and then for me, that whole album, it was an amazing experience for me because that whole album was done remote. I didn't fly out to work with her. We did everything remote on that. Right. Record. So, yeah, there she, you go. he killed it. Man, hey, you know, <laughs> the more I've talked to you tonight, it's just so ironic. Everything you saying, I've been through too. I was like, wow. I'm just saying I'm here going, wow. And then you have to do the thing by remote. Yeah, I've done that too. There are some artists I've worked with I've never met in person. Right, right. So, That's the way it is. You just that, 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 that goes back to the social media conversation we just had. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And I was asking, I was getting ready to ask, man, that, I need to hear some more of that album, for real. Oh, yeah, I remember I played album. it on the last show I had you on, and I kept it in the yeah. queue. So I said, well, when you told me you only had two, I said, don't worry, I got some more in the queue, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 And then when I, I, remember, then when I, I played it just now, I was going, I hope this is his song now, because it got his name written on it right <laughs> along with it, you know. That's what I was like yeah, looking. Was, I'm like, I hope this is his track now, man. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. But hey, look, when the piano started at the beginning, I said, you know what? It got to be his track. And then as as the girl was singing, I was like, I don't know. Then it, then it ended up with the piano again. I said, hey, that's got to be his track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I never heard I you. I'm gonna be real. I never heard you rap before. I really haven't. And I listened to a lot of your tracks. I'm going to be honest with you. I went through your whole glossary on YouTube one night. I might not have hit everything. Apparently, I didn't. But I never heard you rap before. And I was like, I like that because I, I was like to myself, well, yeah, he can flow too. So I never heard you rap. Now, I got a question. It don't blow my mind. I'm glad I'm sitting down right now. You don't sing on any of the tracks, do you? Do you sing, though? Yeah, but I sing, but I very few people. Oh, he done messed me up for the night. He done messed me up now. You better send me. I don't care if it's half a song. I want to hear half of you singing. I really do. (laughs) Man, I didn't know that. Here's the thing. Okay, so so remember when we talked and I was was waiting for that third Mm -hmm. one? The third one, right. the song I was singing on it. That was the that was the third one we was waiting on. I was I was actually oh, singing on man. it. Actually, we sitting on a we sitting on an entire R and B whole R and B record uh, album right now of like that I sang on and wrote the songs and it was it was really like a, a well, debut you, of me. Like I'll tell you what, you better tag me whenever you posted a song. <laughs> I'm oh, like, man. I need to hear you singing too. For real, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do. We'll make sure to do that. Yeah. We'll make sure to do that. Yeah, yeah. I got, so to, got to hear that though, because the rapper had me messed up for me ago. So <laughs> yeah, I know I'm gonna fall out when they're here to sing it. <laughs> I'm gonna fall out. <laughs> uh, so you writing and doing all the music, right? I got a question. Do you come in with a battle plan already ready for the music that you want to do, or does it just come naturally by being in the studio? Because, you know, on the videos, 
it looks like it comes naturally, but then again, I know it's a process. So I'm just asking for people that want to know because I know people that look at your videos seem like, man, he's having fun, and you can tell you're having fun doing it. But do you always come in with a plan when you do your music? No, not always. Not always. Inspiration hits me at the weirdest times, man, like does this weird thing. Like, you know, there's regular work that you have to do for clientele and do the things you got to force yourself to be creative in certain spots. But, like, when it's true, true inspiration, most of the time it's an inconvenience for me to sit down with it. Like, like, uh, so, so I remember, uh, I had to go, I should have went to bed because I had to get up early in the morning. And, you know, my wife was like, you always end up staying up, you know, this, that, and, 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 you know, you, you, you always end up staying up. You don't you know, make sure you go to bed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming. And I was packing up the room, right, to, to get ready to go to bed, right? And, like, this cold right. beat just dropped in my head out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, come on, man, not right now. Like, not, like, right this minute, man. And But I knew that if I went to sleep, I was going to forget. So, man, right. I everything back right. on and start tracking. And most of those times, even what I hear in my head and what y'all hear on social media is not the same. So, like, oh, yeah. the, the beat that's in my head, and, and when I and the beat that's in my head, I hear it one way, but what happens is between inspiration and actually putting the work down, like, it, it comes out either better than the blueprint or it comes out different than the blueprint. And it, it's dope either way, but it's kind of like I know that once that inspiration hits me and that sound or that melody hits me, it's my job to put it into action, and it will complete itself after that. And so sometimes it's a right. step thing, like, okay, let me just play this piano thing that I hear. I don't know what it's going to go to, but it needs to be documented. So after I do that, then the next thing hits me like, okay, I got the baseline for it. Then the next thing and the next thing. And so a lot of times I don't always yeah. have a battle plan. Sometimes the, the whole thing show up as I go. Sometimes I do have a battle plan. Sometimes I've had something that I've been sitting on in me or in my spirit or in my mind all day, and I'm like, I know exactly how this is going to go. But a lot of things, you know, some of the best stuff, is when, like, I'm just fooling around, not doing anything. <laughs> like, oh, let me right, see what happens right. if I hit this button. And I hit a button, and it's like, oh, yeah, I know what to do next. And then it just overflows into that. And a lot of those people do. Some of those, like, some of those little impromptu little beats that I thought that I have so many artists that call me and be like, hey, man, you got to give me that. You got to give me that, man. And, DJ Battle Cat or somebody will be like, hey, yo, cuz that joint is killing. You know, but to me, I'm just I'm just trying to make good music and share it. I ain't thinking about trying to get on. You know, this is just me just making music and sharing it. You know, I'm not thinking about who's the who's gonna appeal to. It's like it's just me sharing what I do with the rest of the world. Let me tell let me tell you, Cat. A lot of stuff that I listen to be going. I be shaking my head going, man, that is the funkiest groove. <laughs> I always say it to myself. <laughs> and, I, and I sit there and say, man, I can spit about 12 bars of that right quick right now. Yeah. So, uh, Latanya, you're in the chat room. 
I will send you one of his videos, and then you'll understand what I'm talking about. And also, I will send you the music that you requested from the last show. I got you tonight. Uh, Donye, explain this song, Beginning of Me and You. The Beginning of Me and You is um, an artist named Tamika Williams. We started working back in uh, two years ago, 2021. 2020, we was working on Beginning of Me and You. No, no, no. We worked on it way further back than that. Um, and we didn't th- we didn't really think that we was in the middle of a project. And I showed up. This was back in 2018. I was back home. And my godmother calls me up, and I, I meet her. She knows me. She knows me. And, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm walking around. She was like, oh, yeah, I know you from such and such and such. Okay, okay, cool. So she starts talking about what she wants to write about. You know, she was like, let's, let's write about how new it is when relationships first start. You know, the whole honeymoon phase, like the excitement of it, the euphoria of it, you know. And I was like, right. huh, that's weird. You know, she's like, yeah, you know how it just feels new? When you write about it, it's like real new, and you know you just excited to see that person every day, all the time, and this and you can't stop thinking about them. And immediately after that, while she was talking, the beat just started playing in my head. And if I remember it correctly, I just started playing it on the piano and singing the chorus. And she was like, "That's it." My godbrother pulled up the computer, and we did all. I started right. We started tracking it then. And at the time, we were like, we didn't really expect it to materialize until she went back in the studio months later to finish the vocals, and then sent it to me, and they were like, yo, we got to do a bridge. And so we had been doing all this work, you know, and I got a chance to work with her, got a chance to, like, actually go in the studio and be creative vocally with her, which I hadn't done in a while, like, being able to work with artists and be like, oh, sing this part, sing this part, sing that part. Because most of the time I was doing all of this stuff at the home studio at the house. I didn't really get a chance to work with a lot of artists one-on-one vocally. And that's really my thing. Like I would prefer to work with an artist and be like, no, sing this part right here and actually kind of sculpt the song vocally. So being able to work with her doing that was was awesome, you know, and it was great for her because she, she got a chance to work with me and it got a chance to – you know, develop her ear for like what her voice sounds like when she's doing some some harmonies that she wouldn't normally do to a song, you know. And so during that, right. it was kind of like from a musical perspective, we were able to experience the meaning of that song in a musical fashion, you know. And she's a go-getter, you know what I mean? She she doesn't play around. Like she she really, when she really wants to do something, and be something, she finds a way to do it. And so because she had that drive about her, it was like, yeah, let's work. So I worked on a few tunes with her, but beginning of me and you was like the first song that we was like, yeah, let's, yeah, that's the one. Here it is, y'all.
calm before the storm right here. Wait, how was I gonna start this off? I forgot. Oh yeah. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, but that's all I got till I come up with a solid got a plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'm a walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time talk, she gets a mouth. Ma- ah, I'ma stop. But we better give Obama props Cause what we got in office now's a kamikaze That'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust And while the drama pops And he waits for issues to quiet down He'll just gas his plane up and fly around Till the bombing stops Intensity's heightened Tensions are rising Trump when it comes to giving a And you're stingy as I am When it comes to having a ball to go against me You hide him Cause you don't got the... Nuts like an empty asylum. Racism's the only thing he fantastic for. Cause that's how he gets his rocks off when he's born. Yeah, sick tan. That's why he wants us to disband. Cause he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump. Walking on eggshells, I came to stomp. That's why he keeps screaming, praying to swamp. Cause he's in quicksand. Like to take a step forward and backwards. But this is his form of distraction. Plus he gets an enormous reaction when he attacks the NFL, so we focus on that. Instead of talking Puerto Rico with gun reform for Nevada, all these horrible tragedies and these border would rather cause a Twitter storm with the Packers. He says he wants to lower our taxes. Then who's gonna pay for his extravagant trip back and forth with his family, his office resort, and his mansion? Same dish city. Tormented Hillary Ford, he slanders, then does it more from his endorsement of Bannon. Support for the Klansmen. Tiki torches in hand for the soldier that's slacking. Comes home from Iraq and is still told to go back to Africa. Forking a dagger in his face is 94 year old grandpa who keeps ignoring our past. Historical, deplorable factors. Now, if you're a black athlete, you're a spoiled little brat for trying to use your platform or your stature to try to give those a voice who don't have one. He says you're spitting in the face of that support for us, you bastard. Unless you're a POW who's tortured and battered because to him, your seals, because he don't like his sport, you'll catch him. That's not disrespecting the military. That. This is for Colin. Ball up a fist and keep that itch ball like Donald Duck. He's going to get rid of all immigrants. He's going to build that thing up taller than this. Well, if he does build it, I hope it's rock solid with bricks. Because like him in politics, I'm using all of his tricks. Because I'm throwing that piece of this shit against the wall till it sticks. And any fan of mine who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing a line. You're either for or against. And if you can't decide, you like more in your split on who you should stand beside. I'll do it for you with this. I am somebody. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that track. I, one of my friends, we were talking about Trump one night, and I said, one of my friends, he did a, 
remix to that Eminem song when M was dissing him. I think it was the BET Awards, was it? it yeah, was the award. Like I know yeah. it was an award show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so I put it in. Uh, I I I dropped it in the in the uh, post, and he said he loved it. So I love that song. Too. I, I love the beat, it. man. The beat was sick. I just want you to know. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. That I don't really talk about that particular uh, contribution to the industry that much because. I, I, I got a lot of flack for that joint, man. Like a lot of flack. A lot of, a lot of Trump church supporters people? hated it. No, it was Trump supporters mostly. Uh, oh, okay. You know, I got the whole, you know, I got the whole stick to the music, stay away from the politics, uh, inbox messages and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I got called the N-word a few times over it. Yeah, like it was, no you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, I don't know. It was a wake up call for me, but but it was just like I wasn't doing it because of the content he was rapping about. He really could have been rapping about anything. I just wanted to. Yeah, because it it didn't have I a beat. Express, he was doing it acapulco. Yeah, he was yeah, doing it acapulco. Yeah, it was done there. It was it was real crazy. It was like I was like, man. To be honest, it was kind of like I just wanted. to that was just my way of getting on a track with Eminem on it. That's all that was. It wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like trying to start no super movement or nothing. You know, everybody's entitled to their own political agenda and beliefs and stuff. I, right, I, right. I didn't care about that, but, you know, it was it was just a, an art form of expression for me. And, and I could hear, I'm like, man, this would be even colder with a beat back in it. And I knew that because of the content, no one else was going to attack it. No one else was gonna try it, you know what I mean? Because it was like, no, nah, I didn't. Right, wanna, right, right. I'm just that right. dude. Like, I'm not really, a, I'm not really afraid of that type of stuff, you know. So when I start getting flagged, and people's like, oh, you need to stick to music or whatever. It was kind of like it's kind of an oxymoron to tell me to stick to music and stay away from politics when a lot of socially conscious music was written from bad politics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there you go. Like, we there you go. go. We, we can go back. We can go back decades and decades and decades. I mean, if you're going to tell me to stick to the right. music, you might as well tell James Brown to stick to the music, and you might as well tell George Clinton to stick to the music. You might as well tell, you know, Houdini and, and Dr. Dre. and either, You might as well tell everybody else to stick to the music. I'm, I'm an easy target because right. people feel like, oh, he's not big enough to really come at me and humiliate me. You know, so they like a lot of them will take cheap shots, but I don't care, man. I, I've been, God has graced me to, to walk this path of making my own way for many, many, many years. <laughs> so a lot of times well, I, I never really, incidentally, that particular beat right there with Eminem, not too long after I put that out, Teddy Riley called me and he was like, hey, brother. I saw, he didn't even know me, but he kind of, he saw it online and he looked me up. He was like, call me. So I, I was like, this ain't Teddy Riley, man. This is somebody fooling around. And I called, and it was Teddy <laughs> Riley. And he, was like, he was like, yo, he was like, we going to get in the studio and we going to produce. And I was like, no, we ain't. And the rest of his, shortly after that, I was on a plane on my way to Vegas to produce with Ted. You know, so it was. But that's it was, good, man. It was, yeah, you know, that so it was like, okay, you know, um, something good came out of it. 
my my friend again, Latanya, is in the chat room. Uh, the first song she said, "This is beautiful. Everything about it is beautiful." And the second song, I explained to her that you made the beat to Eminem rapping at the BET Awards, which was Acapulco, aka Acapella. Um, mm-hmm. She said, "Donye is a talented brother." When I first heard this song, I felt it because it's true. The music is magic. Uh, Donya, give your information out so people can actually know where to hit you at, where to watch you online, do your thing. No problem. So my website is music all one word, at uh, or donyamusic.biz, B as in boy, I, Z as in zebra, donyamusic.biz. That's my website. You can email me you can there's a link to my youtube on there there's a link to my facebook on there there's a link to my instagram on there my website is the central hub for all of you You go to my website um all my remix all just about all the remixes i've ever done in the last 10 20 years 10 years in the last 10 years are on there for free it's an entire remix album you can go there and download for free um uh, so, uh, uh, DanyaMusic.biz is my website. You can get to me from from there. All my social media is is on there. Um, you know what I'm doing next. Any projects that I'm putting out, you know they they hit my website first. Feel free to email me. To, you know, say what's up. You know, whatever you whatever you want. Follow me on Instagram, Thank you, uh, Twitter, and all those things. Thank you again for coming in. Uh, Latanya said one last oh, no thing, problem. and you're entitled to express. Uh, Latanya said one last thing, you're entitled to express your feelings through music. Their privilege and their ignorance has no bearing on your ability to be great, and I co-sign that. Brother, keep doing your thing. You're my favorite beat maker, and I and Thank I you, know man. a I lot of beat makers. I, I'm a beat maker. And you're my favorite. <laughs> Let me say that right now. For real. Man, I don't take hey, man, support take care. lightly. I don't take it lightly. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Take care, man, and keep doing your thing. And also let me know when the singing come out. I just want to see this, hear the singing. For real. Oh, uh, yes, sir. I'll, I'm going to leave I'll everybody. Yeah, okay. I appreciate it. I'm going to leave everybody with uh, this Diamonds remix. And, of course, it's by Donye Music. Thank you again, bro. All right, man. Shine bright like a diamond. 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 Fine light in the beautiful sea, I chose to be happy. You and I, you and I, we're like diamonds in the sky. You're a shooting star, I see, a vision of ecstasy. When you hold me, I'm alive. We're like diamonds in the sky. I knew that we'd become one right away. 
Like that. 